is Will Tinkin. Thanks for listening to the Bitter Comics Comics Podcast. And here's your host, JT Foreman. Good job, dude. Can I have a high five? Yes. Good job. That's really nice. Hello, and welcome to episode 115 of the Bitter Comics Podcast. I am JT Foreman, and I am here with some very good friends, the founder of Harley-Davidson and the inventor of tattoos, Mr. Terry Michaels. <laughs> I used to be the beast. What happened? <laughs> now all of a sudden I'm the, well, okay. yeah, okay, okay, if I was the founder the, the, of Harley-Davidson, I never mind. And I, the I inventor know. of tattoos. Sure. Okay, I'm the so, founder I, of Harley-Davidson and the I'm, inventor of tattoos, it's Terry the Beast Michaels. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, the the founder of Juno Yards and the inventor of chord charts, <laughs> Gabriel <Wow>. Sam Francisco. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wow. And uh, we all got richer on this podcast all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, wow. I, I'm assuming that there was a corporate takeover and you lost everything. <laughs> and uh, the, um, uh, the inventor of the concept of the groupie. <laughs> Uh, Thank you. Nicole, I, I'm sorry, I did not get your last name. Osborne. Osborne, that's right. Nicole Osborne. I like how she's so polite about that. Yeah, she's, Thank you. I, you know what, you know what that meant. Right after I said I did not get your name, I remembered. Thank you. I that's said Nicole said. Osborne when I, when I uh, out loud, when I when pressed the accept friend on, on, on Facebook. On Facebook? Yeah. Like two minutes ago. I made it fun for you. Yes, I know. I was like, oh. It, it, it is fun. It's like when you meet someone, say, uh, what? "I'm sorry, I know we met before. What, what did you say your name was?" Oh, I'm going to show you the fun way. I'm going to friend you on Facebook. That's the fun way. Is that, is that the fun friends. way? And then I told her, "Thanks. I'm going to look through your pictures for something to masturbate to." <laughs> wow! And I'm then really I slapped do that. you. Yes, she did. Wow! She did. With the microphone. I see, I see. Too. Some things never change, Joe. <laughs> That's right. Yes, I'm still completely wow. inappropriate. Um, Should we call it the inappropriate bitter comics podcast? Exactly. Uh, okay. Well, we uh, we begin once again uh, with uh, our opening segment. JT was a real prick last week. Oh, I forgot about this. In I which this. I apologize for the cruel, offensive, and probably racist things I said last episode. Now this is episode one fifteen. So for my insensitivity in episode one fourteen, I would like to apologize to <laughs> black people, Foster's Freeze, Summer, Couches, and Surfing. And a special apology to Gabriel Francisco because we were supposed to do this episode last weekend and I totally screwed the pooch on uh, the scheduling and everything. Uh, that's, a, that's a saying from my dad's generation. Just oh, I've heard it. I, just, uh, I was in court. Uh, <laughs> you were in, the judge said it to you? Yeah, it you really me. screwed the pooch on this one. It was, <laughs> that was a bestiality. Uh, oh, it was a bestiality? It was really weird. Oh, he literally screwed the pooch. <laughs> oh, all right. I saw it on Facebook. Um, <laughs> Well, you know. <laughs> oh, so so you're friends with Nicole too, then? Ow! <laughs> Man, now you're gonna have to apologize to her next time. I, I will. I will. And also, you should never apologize to Summer. Summer, she's a bitch. <laughs> oh, oh, well, you're, I, I, oh, I was, you're talking about the season. I'm yes, sorry. I was referring I thought, to the season. I, thought I was, it was referring some to girl the season. Named Summer, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, if anyone out there would like to know that why Summer's I'm apologizing. <laughs> Yeah. If anyone out there would like to know why I'm apologizing to these things, uh, check out episode 114 and all of our previous episodes at bittercomics.podbean.com. If you would like to subscribe to the podcast, just go to that website and scroll down a little bit. On the right-hand side of the page, there are buttons to click on to subscribe using iTunes, Google, or my Yahoo. Or just go to the iTunes and uh, look up Bitter Comics, and we're there. 
And if you feel I owe any additional apologies, or to make any comment, send us an email to bittercomics at hotmail.com. And in the sub- subject line, please put, see, in New-, in New York, I give it six weeks before you're homeless. Wow. <laughs> now, is the show going to New York, too? I hope so. Uh, the, the podcast, yeah. yes. Uh, the podcast will be following me around because I'm going to be continue to be a bitter comic. I will continue to be bitter, and I will continue to be a comic. That's so great. What you yes. were saying is, this is uh, episode 115. Yes, that's right. Uh, so you've been a prick 114 times. Yes, exactly. And now, I, now I'm planning to be one another time. So this will right. be the 115th time. The bitter that prick I have, podcast. Yes, that I've had to apologize. All right. For the things I said last time, I you know, when sure. I when I cancel the podcast, when I stop doing it, I'm actually going to do just a five minute one right after that to apologize for the for the <laughs> for, for the, the podcast. Shows. Yes, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> the last podcast will basically have an epilogue where I apologize for the for the previous one. That's beautiful. Just you know, say I'm impressed. I'll be saying I'm sorry for the rest of my life, basically. <laughs> and it's you know on the web, so it'll yeah. never go away. It's exactly. It I, will follow you around. Well, you know, my hope is that one day two. Hundred years from now, I'll be able to waste people's time. Uh, I'll be able to continue. Like, wow, I want my two hours of my life back that I just spent listening to that episode. Yeah, two hours. Well, it it will take you at yeah. The the podcast is usually a little over an hour long, and it'll take you at least forty five minutes to recover. Oh, so, I got you. I thought you just wanted to listen to it twice. <laughs> it's like, wait, he said what? No. Play that again. From the top. That can't be real. From the top. (laughs) There's no way he's that much of a prick. (laughs) Yep, yep, he really is. Wow. I'm a nice guy, and I'm so cute. (laughs) You didn't have to laugh that hard at that, Nicole. (laughs) Joel's a very good guy. Oh, okay, yeah. And humble. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, So, guys, uh, thanks a lot for coming out to do the show. uh, this is uh, um, the special special half comedy, half music episode. Uh, both of you are in bands, as well as being uh, very funny stand-up comedians. Gabriel, you're in a band called The Redcoats. Uh, actually, I just saw you perform last weekend. You were one of the opening bands for Smash Mouth at uh, Fulton 55. It was a great show. Thank you. I appreciate that. So you're and, in a band that performs, because my band never performed. <laughs> well, you, you've had some gigs, but they were like private events. I We, we did, did a couple of private shows, and then we did a Fulton 55 show. Oh, yeah? I, I didn't know you did a Fulton I 55 did, show. We did I a Fulton 55 show. It was for a charity. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have gone to that. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> well, have gone to that. Well, see, here's wow. the thing. Now you're going to have to apologize to charities. Oh, the Charities, for some reason, always charge more. Oh you no, know, it's, it's the a, same price. Oh really? Yeah, I mean, it's like you know, it's, was it's same, like yeah. uh, uh, a a a regular show might be twenty dollars. A charity show will want to be fifty. It's like, well, it's for charity though, and and that's how they get you. But I, I always wonder how much of that they're keeping because whenever I read that the CEO of the Red Cross has a mid six figures salary, I am yeah. very suspicious of of especially large uh, char- charity. Uh, charities, but yeah, no. This was was it a, was it a was small a, charity? It was a local charity. Okay, well, those are probably good then. It was like a local family. They were there. Oh, okay. So I checked their pockets, and uh, they got the money. Okay, good, good. So it was, <laughs> it was on the up and up. Oh, is someone was it like someone's medical bills or something? Uh, yeah, like that, well, there, there's a, 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 a kid here in town who's got a very rare, uh, I think it's a brain brain disorder, and. Only three people in the entire world have it. So oh they send wow. him around the country so doctors can examine him. And they're, they're using like a uh, 
a pin cushion more or less, but they don't pay for his Okay, so travel. your performance was like the diagnosis. If he enjoys it, then obviously he's mentally ill. <laughs> that's horrible. I'm sorry. I'm, I will definitely be apologizing for that one. Oh, episode. Straight to hell. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm because there's probably person. three people in this room mentally ill, so I don't think that would be accurate. Well, I, I am a stand-up comic, so I'm definitely yes, mentally ill. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, there, there is something wrong with you if you feel that what you have to say is so important that you have to make people pay to listen to it. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the president's speeches are free. <laughs> oh, no, they're not free. Well, he, 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 some of them are free. It, it costs the Secret Service a lot of money to protect him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, d- d- have you seen the video of uh, the White House Correspondents' Dinner? He he was doing his speech, and he had Luther, the anger consultant from the Key and Peele show, no. come out. Yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> I want to see that speech, and, and, and Luther is there, anger translating for him. It was it was great. It was well, we have to jaw dropped. No, yes, yeah. you got to find that. I thought you were talking about Blake Hayden, another comedian. Uh, was like, have you seen this the presidential speech? And I thought it was going to be the actual speech. He was like, look at the security guard. It's an alien conspiracy video. And like oh, his God. face morphs. And he was. Sh- I thought you were going to talk about that. <laughs> no, oh my no, God. no. But Blake, Blake, Blake thinks he's a libertarian. And so <laughs> there, wow. I don't know I love why. Blake. I, I do. I love Blake too, and you know, I've even told him, "You think you're a libertarian." What does he say? <laughs> uh, he's like, "No, I, I, I believe in." Uh, okay, I just, I just didn't bother arguing with him about. He actually, it. he'll he, either grow out of it or he'll become a senator from Kentucky. Oh, uh, that was a, that was a Rand Paul wow. crack right there, actually. Was... <laughs> um, but no, he uh, for some reason libertarians and. Uh, um, are are also conspiracy theorists? Uh, the, those those that that political leaning toward libertarianism and the the paranoid belief that everyone is out to get you it, it seems to go together. You mean they're not? I'm pretty paranoid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I, I didn't realize they weren't. Well, you know, I I. I, I it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, not likely, but I it wouldn't surprise me. Whenever I hear all the crazy stuff, like someone, uh, some the the guy who's selling me my my new motorcycle, I'll be getting in a, a month. Or, okay, scooter. It's technically a scooter. Tim I got excited. I was like, you went for the motorcycle. You went for the motorcycle. It's a scooter. It's technically a scooter, but as I say, it's a very manly scooter. Um, he is one of those conspiracy <laughs> theory kind of guys, and he was trying to convince me that Michelle Obama was really a man. Oh, I've heard that one. And I've, that, there's a lot of stuff that people are very vehemently believe. Yeah. And that Barack Obama was going to blow up Charlotte, South Carolina with a nuclear bomb. And that's why half of the, uh, the generals in the Air Force nuclear, um, nuclear weapons section quit. Now, the truth of why they're gone is because they were all fired because they literally misplaced a couple of nuclear weapons and they were found on a plane that went halfway across the country. And there were some serious screw-ups in that in that area, and that's why a bunch of generals got fired. Well, what's the problem? I mean, but it's, but <laughs> they decided to throw some, Yeah, I know. Blow up South, Charlotte, South Carolina. Is that where Bank of America is founded? I could see that. No, I don't see why you get fired for losing a nuclear weapon. You should get two write-ups first. I mean, yeah, that's isn't true. that how Maybe that works? they already you know had they are government two write-ups. Employees. Oh, that's right. Well, Maybe. see, the, the whole problem is that the military oh. isn't unionized. If oh. the military were unionized, <laughs> they would get a couple of write-ups first, and then you'd have to grieve it. <laughs> and then they go to arbitration. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> so what you're saying is, is the military is an at-will employer. Is that what pretty, you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Oh. 
and uh, they yeah, they can they can fire you anytime they want, but you're not allowed to just quit. They you can also fire at you. Is that. Yeah, they mm-hmm. can fire really at you. Really weird. Too. Yeah. Don't Maybe they wanted to fired. be fired. <laughs> so they sent those. That could. That's. That's possible. Well, you know, just, at that, that level, you can just resign whatever you want. It's actually only the enlisted people that are not allowed. Not allowed to quit. And quit. Excuse me. Not allowed to. <laughs> they're quit. not allowed to quit. They're not. They're, they're not, not priests. Uh, they're not allowed to quit. <laughs> the officers are allowed to resign their commission anytime they want. Apparently, because I, I've read so many times about officers uh, in protest of whatever but, resigning. But are they all allowed to quit? They're not, uh, you know, uh, you, you're going to have to ask their wife and or girlfriend if they're allowed to clit. Uh, unless, wow. okay, you know what? A female officer can clit all she wants, apparently. Okay. <laughs> you know, I was trying to just That's uh, right. No right sexism here. That, but you guys want to stick around on that subject. I can do that, too. We're bitter comics. No, no, no you can't. I, I'm more than happy to stick around the clit. If, if that's wow. what you guys want. Okay. And there's a lady here, so I don't think... Now should, you're going to have to apologize this. to clitoris. Yeah, probably. Sounds, sounds like you a sound like a dinosaur. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to apologize to the clitoris. I'm just going to give it lip service. <laughs> Folks. <laughs> Folks, I'll be here all week. Wow. <laughs> dinosaur. Okay, that was horrible. Uh, let's. Uh, we're gonna, it's definitely We're going to mature up now. And we are? Clitosaurus. <laughs> no, probably not. Clitosaurus. Um, Clitosaurus. <laughs> you picture it? Oh, oh those are extinct. Clitosaurus and a pinodactyl. I'm going to that Jurassic Park. I'm telling you right now. That's horrible. <laughs> wow. And everyone's pork. ashamed of themselves. It's the Jurassic Pork. <laughs> I was trying to think of the porno like parody name of it. Oh, Jurassic Prick. Jurassic, Jurassic Prick. That's a better oh, one. Yeah, that's better. Jurassic Poke. I would just yeah. underline ass in Jurassic. Yeah. Jurassic. So mine's not as good. There you go. <laughs> Jurassic. Put those put those three letters in capitalized and then there you go. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh you guys are both in bands. Uh um you know, uh Gabriel's in the Redcoats. Uh, Terry, what's the name of your band? Uh, Backlash. Backlash. That's a cool name. Okay. Now, if if I remember correctly, Gabriel, you 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 guys, you do some covers, but you mostly do your uh, original material. Yeah, primarily originals. All right. Now, Backlash. It's it's uh, you've got some original songs. You do some covers, but it's uh, your original songs are mostly instrumentals. We do. Yeah, we do uh, instrumentals. We're a trio. We do rock instrumentals. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 like is Dream there any? What's, I'm sorry. Like Dream Theater or? Uh, no, it's more of a blues Van Halen type. Okay. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to impersonate Dream Theater. Is there any particular reason you decided not to put uh, words to the music? Uh, I, it, yeah, I mean, that's obviously a, a, uh, a creative I suck, choice. I I'm just suck wondering. at vocals and so okay. does the guy that we had singing. So. Okay. Oh, the, the dude that was supposed to be your uh, your drummer that did decide he didn't want to drum, he wanted to sing, or oh or? no, that was our <laughs> that was our keyboard oh slash keyboard guitar that's player right. slash idiot slash took his clothes off at band practice. He took his clothes off at band that's, practice. That's how he got fired. Uh, it, Sounds like well, he wanted you know, to be you fired. Know, I should have tried that when I like the generals. The, yeah, like the generals. Yeah, that's what they were. Full really circle. Did. It had nothing to do with the military. We were filming Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, he was. He was very strange. In fact, uh, the day I auditioned, uh, I showed up for. Uh, you know, to do the audition, we do we we do a couple songs and it's sounding really good, and I'm thinking. You know, this is going well. 
and all of a sudden this guy comes up the stairs to the guitar player's band room and uh he looks like a pissed off neighbor so i thought maybe we were playing too loud and that's what this person was coming to tell us yeah the short ball dude yes i remember i was there that day so he, he says oh this is our singer and i'm like okay cool Whatever. So we, we do one of the songs that we had just done that the guitar player had sang, and it sounded good. He sang it, and it sounded horrible. Oh, no. And I thought, this is not going to be good. <laughs> and he said, oh, no, I play guitar, too. And, and he brings out some great guitars. It's 76 Les Paul. I'm sitting here drooling, thinking, wow, this guy can probably really play. No. And <laughs> so no, he, uh, he can just afford the instruments. Yeah, and he, we're all playing, and he's trying to solo uh, while the other guy's singing. And oh, I just thought this is not gonna not gonna work. Well, uh, two practices later, uh, I'm in the band, but he uh, one one day he just starts like while the other guitar players soloing, he starts taking his clothes off. Like his shirt, and next thing you know, he's down to his boxers. And I'm like, Was it really hot, or? Well, it was hot, but, you know. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and I say into the microphone, I go, whoa, what? What in the fuck is going on in here? And uh, they're like, dude, you can't just take your clothes off. Well, it turned out this guy is a friend of theirs. It was a pattern. He had been over at their house before, and he has to go wash his feet in the pool. And they went out, and he was naked in their pool. So, jeez, who the know, hell? I, I wasn't aware that it was necessary that? to remove all of your clothing to wash your feet. So, yeah, um, it was. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, said, when, by when, the way, you're when, out. So, when yeah. that uh, when that poor beggar woman was washing Jesus's feet, I don't think he took all of his clothes off. <laughs> I'm sure they would have mentioned that in the Bible if he had. You I mean, if Jesus doesn't have to take all his clothes off to get his feet washed, then then why, this dude certainly doesn't. Why I talk about somebody taking their clothes off and you mention Jesus? I don't know. <laughs> it's just the first thing. That, it was washing feet that made me think of that. Oh, okay. That's wow. I don't even know where to go from there. No, what a transition. Let's just move on. <laughs> what a transition. I, I was thinking about how how much of that crap they would have taken if he was really talented. Like, if he was a great guitar player and an mm. awesome singer. Like, Maybe they would have taken more, except uh, the drummer was just looking at me while he's doing that. Like, I'm supposed to say something to him. And I'm, I'm like, well, look, we're, first of all, we're singing, a, we're doing Foxy Lady. Yeah. You know, Hendrix tune. And and he didn't he didn't know the chords. And I'm like, this is a song you guys told me to learn. And this guy doesn't know it. And yeah. we wanted to add organ into it. You know, the old cool... So the real reason I brought you in was so that you would be the one to kick him out? I didn't kick him out. They, I said, he's your friend. You handle it. Yeah. So they booted him. <laughs> so they, they brought you in to give them the balls to kick him out. I, I, okay. Apparently so. So, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a big part of it, though, is, is finding the right lineup of people that yeah. have the same mind frame, the same goals. Yeah, it's not just commitment. A, it's, it's mm-hmm. not just about someone who knows how to play guitar, and not some, someone who knows how to sing, someone who knows how to play bass. You, you have to be able to get along. Also, we wanted forever to be a four piece, and we brought in guitar player after guitar player until we realized it's the three of us is all we need. And that's yeah, and and then you we've we've brought in a singer, we brought in guys to audition to sing, mm-hmm. and we brought in a guy who uh, he was terrible. 
We gave him three weeks to learn three songs, and by the time the third, I was like, I'm done. I thought singers were like a dime a dozen. I didn't realize how, I've heard from other bands, how difficult it is to find that. It's really hard to find one. They that all member. think they're David Lee Roth. And Do you think you're David Lee Roth? I don't. Uh, uh, I actually don't like my voice. I, I don't like my voice too really? much at all, yeah. Uh, well, uh, Gabriel and his band is uh, singer and lead guitar. Yeah, and, oh, so uh, that's cool. So that's I'm not a good nice. guitar player. I play guitar because I have to, and I, I rehearse the same parts to make it sound to trick people into thinking I'm a good guitar player. So I have my parts down, and mm-hmm. that's about it. I'm not well, a I'm a singer. Okay, well, so there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and uh, Terry, uh, you, you do play guitar, but in the band you're the bass. player. I'm the bass player. I play bass because I got because there was a lot of guitar players. Yeah, the bass players were really hard to come and by. So, so I said I'm going to play bass so I can get a gig and. I end up in a band with the guy taking his clothes off. So, <laughs> so stand-up comedy called, and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't both it's of the you. Same also, story. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. You're I was still taking my clothes, taking off, clothes off on stage, off, sure. and uh, it was really weird. So. Yeah, here's the joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, uh, thanks for bringing that up. I appreciate sorry. that. It's, How did you? Fall into comedy from music. I literally, uh, I literally fell. I was. I did start doing comedy on a dare. Uh, Darren Carter was a good friend of mine. Uh, and we were working at a radio station together. We had gone to high school together, college together. He started doing stand up. Uh, he said, You should really try this. I'm like, No, no, I'm not. It's not what I want to do. He said, Look, I'll bet you 20 bucks that you, you could kill. And uh, so I lost 20 bucks. <laughs> uh, at the gig, and then I was hooked. From That's that. awesome. Though. So, uh, I'd like to thank Darren Carter for helping me find a job where I can't make any money. Thank yeah, you. That was nice of him. He managed. You but, made uh, twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, <that's true>. He <laughs> did. So, but and the, uh, Darren moved to L.A. when he was nineteen, huh. uh, right after high school, I think. And, oh yeah. Uh, uh, well, right, he a couple years in college, and then. He uh, he moved to L.A. So. I remember you once telling me that it was beer and women that ruined your life. And that's true. That's what stopped you. It's from. True, beer and <laughs> beer and uh, clitorises. <laughs> yeah, back to the clitoris again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and my first three wives, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love how you say your first three wives is. Yeah, there'll be another three. Oh, there, there. Well, there won't be three. The first three. What was, it, what was it Jeff As Goldblum opposed said? As to the second three. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Goldblum? What was, oh, what was it Jeff Goldblum I'm, said uh, in the uh, first one? Always looking for uh, the, the next uh, future uh, uh, Mrs. Malcolm. <laughs> no, the, the next ex-Mrs. Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. The next future. Uh, Wait a minute. What movie was that from? Jurassic Park? Uh, that was Jurassic oh, Park. It was, it was, from, that was Jurassic Park. Jurassic Tits Park. Jurassic Tits. There you go. And Jur is like your, like your, your. Is your ass next <laughs> By the time this podcast is over, it's going to be Jizz Jurassic. <laughs> jizz Turd Ass Tits Park. Pork. Uh-huh. It's not even going to be this title anymore. It's just going to be some. So this is the weirdest buffet I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to see what the Velociraptor looks like. I think I dated her one time. <laughs> I think. Uh, well, so um, I, yeah, the what, next uh, future, Mrs. <laughs> well, how, how uh, Gabriel? How did you? Uh, how did your band get? How did your your band get started? Uh, did you guys know each other in high school or something? Yeah, we or? actually all went to the same high school. Um, I started playing music when I was thirteen, oh, uh, cool. and then we started talking about 
I started trying to be in different bands. We were kids, you know, 13, 14 years old, and nobody took it as seriously as I did. I took it really, really seriously. Uh, and then I found someone who did, and then we found our bass player, and then we were like, well, we need a lead guitar. I don't know what we had in our head that we needed to have an Eddie Van Halen or a, yeah. a Randy Rhodes. So we just had to have that to be. And uh, I don't know. We just kept auditioning and going through. We were three-piece for a long time, and we're constantly looking for that fourth guy. And then we had one for about nine months, uh, and that didn't work out. And we were like, look, it's just the three of us. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think. You look of, at like the police a- and Rush. I mean, you, it's, it can be done. Yeah, is there a is there a setup where most bands are four, most bands are three? It's common. You know, it's yeah, four, 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 four to five, just because there's so the, many. Yeah. I mean, well, like ZZ Top is a three person band. How mm-hmm. how, how many three person bands are there out there that major? Yeah, Rush, um, the Police, ZZ Top, Green Day, Nirvana. Uh, now now Muse. Um, there's other ones. Cream. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a few. Uh, no, but but like but four four seems to be the most common. Four and five are the most common. Four is the most common, yeah. and then five to get that second guitar player. Probably because of the Beatles. I mean, yeah. if you think about the influence they had. Probably. Well, yeah, a, a lot of the four person bands I see the the lead guitar or the I'm sorry the singer is also playing guitar like Metallica. And there's there's it's a, a lead guitar. guitar there's the singer who also plays guitar. Rhythm, yeah, uh, rhythm guitar. Yeah, thank you. I, I don't know anything about music. Yeah, there's so a lead, no, you're right. There's a lead guitar player and there's a, a lead okay. singer who also plays rhythm. Is the um, yeah, and then of course a bass, and then or there's uh, like drums. the Led Zeppelin setup where the fourth guy is literally. Yeah. If you look at a band like Led Zeppelin, or I'm trying to think of another band that has a, a four piece with a front man, any band that's a four piece with a front man can that sound can be replicated with three guys. Yeah, if one of those guys sings. Van Halen, Van Halen's a four yeah. is four piece. It could have been done with. Three well, as long as it's exactly. one of the guitar players that you lose, not the the drummer gets his right arm cut or left arm cut off, and then you're Def Leppard. Yeah, then yeah. you're Def Leppard. I, I'm still I'm still really impressed by that. I know it was a long time ago when that happened, and he's been no, doing it's it forever. Super but I'm still impressive impressed still. by that. Not just that he was able to figure out a way to make the drums to do it by by foot pedals, but that his his band didn't give up on him. That, yeah, uh, they're like, no, we're we're gonna do this. We're gonna figure out a way to it's do it. It's that Black Sabbath story, you know, times ten. Yeah. Is a, you know, it's not that wasn't the tip of a finger. It was a whole arm. Yeah, yeah, right. And it took more than a leather strap to to equal it out. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, that's a uh, crazy story. Too. Yeah. 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 So you um um, how long is your band uh, as it is now? How long has your band been together, uh, Gabriel? Five years. But five, wow, gonna, gonna be six. Oh, wow, so. long time. Cool. Yeah. Wow. And uh, and uh, uh, Terry, you guys are, are less than a year now. Isn't yeah, it? almost a year. Almost a year now. Yeah. And I, this is uh, far from the first band that you've been in. It's no, just, you just a, haven't been into music a whole lot in in a while. It, you know, my problem is is, uh, and you, I'm sure you'll you've you've seen it and heard about it. In all the years you've been doing music, it's dealing with other musicians. Yeah, musicians, including me. Uh, for the most part, are the biggest flakes on the face of the planet. You know, they, <laughs> uh, you know, everybody wants to be Eddie Van Halen, but nobody wants to play scales. Yeah. You know, uh, They're lazy musicians yeah. are lazy. Yeah. You know, they want to. Smoke and the ones them. that aren't, you know. I, aren't usually they're, they're super technically skilled but then they're not good songwriters or performers right. and so the ones that have all that are the ones that really well, they, explode we, they all yeah. suffer from the same disease that uh comics suffer from uh lack of personal uh people skills uh-huh. 
You know, that's why they. That's why you see bands with managers. That's yeah. why you see. That's why they have road managers. They, it's. It's not that they couldn't handle telling the bus driver what city to go to. It's. Because they can't the, do it without yelling at they them. They can't uh, do it without being whatever, you yeah. know, or they don't like to talk to people or, you know, whatever. It's it's. Uh, There's so much in their own head they don't know how to deal with anybody yeah, else. Yeah, they're only alive when they're up there. I mean, some are like that. And you've, yeah. and you've met comics that are like that yeah. man, when yeah. you were in some of the clubs. Well, and- I, I, I'm getting better about it, but I, I've always had a really hard time dealing with people. I mean, for the first couple of years when i was going to comedy clubs open mics i i would go up i'd do my set and then i would like sit in the corner in the in the, in the side of the room and, and and not talk to the other comics much i i'm, I'm getting better about that I'm, I'm trying real hard but it's it's not easy when you've when you've been so you know closed off uh and to yourself for so long it's mm-hmm. it's not easy to 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 bust out of that but i always felt like um i had a different mind frame i always felt like i was good with people um, so the reason I didn't have a lot of those issues was because I, I was a better performer than I was a musician. I was a better songwriter, you know, songwriter than I was a musician. I don't I think I'm a. I don't feel like I'm technically skilled. My talent is performing and showcasing that. Like, well, I, I'm a better performer than I'm funny. I don't think I'm that funny, but I know how to present. Yeah, how to yeah. sell it. Yeah, how to sell it. A salesman. But I then agree. I realized that people do that people do think I'm really weird and I don't fit in. So uh, well, I, I just am delusional, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just jealous of your hair, to be honest with you. I'm having a weird hair day today. It's thick, though. I'll give myself that. That, that is hair. the strangest thing I've ever heard a man say. What? I'm having a really weird hair day. <laughs> you have to understand, I get complimented for my hair everywhere really? I go. Me yeah. Too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't lack, shave my head. I would look hella weird. The lack thereof. You know, I, you know, I thought that too until I did it. And then I, but I have a long head. Yeah, like, yours is round and it, you could showcase the dome. And <laughs> the the dome. dome. That guy's got a, a good cranium. Yeah, sco- you know, school. I, I have a pointed head. Mine oh, really? Yeah. I could, if I, I could literally feel the, the, the cone. Wow. <laughs> good thing you have thick hair then. Yeah, no, absolutely. That or you'd have to like get him dr- drunk tonight when he passes out. Shave his head. Let's, uh, let's see, <laughs> That's my fear. You people would see how weird my face really is without <laughs> hair. I trick people into thinking I'm somewhat attractive. <laughs> you cover cover the eyes with the glasses. And, yeah, I wear glasses. And you, you carefully manicure. I, dr- the beard. I try to dress nicely and yeah. groom my hair and all that other oh. crap. Yeah, but if you just, if only you knew. <laughs> see what I mean about lead vocalists all yeah. being the same? <laughs> well, see, I, 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 well I, there's another. I'm trying to. But I think the stereotype is that lead vocalists are very egotistical. So there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, then, I think I'm really modest. Yeah. But I, I, that's honestly, not for me I, to I say. That's for others. You. you you don't seem the uh, the the stereotypical lead singer who's I'm the greatest and I'm the reason this band. I don't is know everything. if it's a self esteem thing or not, but I just always feel like everything could be better. Every time that could, that could have been better. Well, that's that that's better. a typical. Uh, you know, your own you're an judged. artist. Yeah. yeah, you're an artist when you, uh, you know, we did. Uh, I did Cuvée on Thursday night. Oh great, yeah, great. Yeah, venue. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I was t- for the first time. You know, uh, in a long time. I, you know, I don't get real nervous no, before I no. go up. I'm, uh, I'm barely even paying attention to the fact that there's a show going on. Yeah. Of when I was on the road, I used to sleep till two minutes before I go on stage. <laughs> the MC would literally. You've been road, a road comic? Oh, absolutely! Oh, I, wow, that's uh, awesome. Uh, I, I can recall being backstage at uh, a club in Sacramento, Laughs Unlimited. Yeah, and I was featuring there, and they used to have a green room, 
and I was on the <laughs> sat down on the couch and did my usual fell asleep. And uh, I would tell the MC, "Wake me up when you go on." Yeah, yeah. So I'm, you know, ready. Well, he woke me up, said, "Hey, I'm going up." Shook me, <laughs> and I wake up. What did wake me up was. Give it up for your feature act. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Michael. Yeah. And, and I, you, you wake up and it's like, oh, I love him. I got to see him. <laughs> oh, <wait>. <laughs> I heard I heard Terry and I opened my eyes and I heard Michael's boom. I was up. I and that's crazy. I, I was up there and no time to think, no time to anything. And uh, had a, I had a good, really, really good set. So I start. I'm a very superstitious person when it comes to comedy. So I do you this, had to do that again. Yeah, I do the same thing every time. I write my set out the same way. I do this the same way. I do that. So he wears just, the green socks. He doesn't wash his underwear. You know, it's, it's, it's really rituals. weird. You, you really gotta have weird. rituals. That's yeah. his dome. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's my dome. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, uh, I just started doing that. So I just started sleeping all the time before I go on stage. So the less I do before I go up. The more of uh, natural for me, it, it works out. But so Cuvée, nice yeah. crowd. Yeah. Um, I go up, and I it, it was you know how I judge my act. I'm sure yeah. you remember. I Partially. Judge, well, well, yeah, that. But every you could have the greatest show in the world. I sucked. <laughs> I judge it by how many applause breaks I get. Uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I got ten applause breaks in twenty minutes. So when Every two minutes, yeah. right? So uh, I walk off stage, I'm sweating, and, and I took your advice, which is weird. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, took your advice, had a really good time. It was just really bizarre. But people started coming up to me. Yeah. And, oh, can can you take a picture? <laughs> can you this? And I'm thinking to myself. That's fun, isn't it? I'm thinking to myself. It's so fun. I hate this. You know, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like. Just get away from me. I want to go sweat somewhere. Get uh-huh. this out because I'm still still riled up from being on stage. I don't. I don't come off the stage. You know, all the other yeah. comics stand by the door and shake everybody's hand. Yeah. Have you Have you ever seen me do that? No, no, I have not. Because I hate that part of the business. That's really? what I hate. It's uh-huh. that's my favorite part. Uh, and, and <laughs> Yeah. For a lot of people, it is. But standing around being told how great you are. That's, oh, yeah. I love that. I need that validation to I, sleep. Yeah, I, yeah well, <laughs> yeah. and that's why that's why you do it. I. That is why I'm so harsh on myself on my act because that's where I get the validation yeah. is on the stage. Yeah. You can shake my hand as you leave and say how great I was, but you could just be being kind. Yeah. But if you've laughed at me on the stage, yeah, that's valid to me. Yeah, yeah. you're. Off center, hey, oh, a great set. You could just as easily go, hey, fuck you, and you know, and walk <laughs> off, and it would, you know, it could be just it as mean as much, right? I get so, what yeah. you're saying. Like Absolutely. a lot of times, people walk up to you and they're like, "You were on stage, right? You did good." Wait, but how come you have to ask if yeah. Yeah. I was on exactly. stage? Well, how do you know if? Okay, never mind. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're an idiot. So. <laughs> So I don't like that part. I'm not, that's, you know, and that's so everybody else is, they think of me as uh, a little snobby. Like, oh. They don't understand. They don't understand. It's not that I'm a snob. I'm I'm far from it. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't like people. 
It's not that I don't appreciate them coming out. Uh, it's not that I think I'm better than anybody. It's I don't want or need that attention on the way out the door. Well, it, but after, I think you have to remember too that it to step back and say that it isn't about you though at that point. Yeah, well, I, I, I see their side. Yeah, saying thank you to to because so then like this guy is awesome. We love that. Uh, yeah. I want to show people when you know if he gets really famous mm-hmm. that hey we met him and right. And it's I a can, cool thing for other people. It's fun for them, but that's the least part. And because of that, I have to remember things. I've had pounding headaches. I've been in shitty moods. Have had a horrible day. All this stuff, and I just know that I'm not. I you don't you're not allowed to. Right. It sucks. You're not allowed to. I've been like, I have to get the fuck out of here. I got to go. Hi, you were so great. And I have to go, hi. Wow, thank you so much. And I, I don't yeah. think of it as being fake. I gen, I genuinely feel that positivity towards those people. But I, I just I can't be like, I have a headache. I got to go. Because yeah, people so. interpret that and they get, especially in, with the music stuff, people get really pissed at me. Well, this lady got really upset because I didn't give her an autograph because she didn't have a, a pen. And I didn't have one. So I, I couldn't give her one. I was on stage. Like, they're going to get the next band up. Go, Can you sign this for me? I go, sure, of course. Do you have a, a Sharpie? No. Okay, well, I'm kind of in a rush right now. I'm really – she was so mad because she <laughs> – people take things incredibly personally, yeah. and it, it wasn't a personal Carry a Sharpie thing. around? What the yeah. – Was that the one that was, like, staring at you from the speaker? That's the one that was at Vintage Days who grabbed Copy my arm. Copy We just keep meeting <laughs> – yeah. Meeting strange, strange people. A lot of them are strange women, but there's a few strange men too. But people are strange. Musicians attract yes. that when you're a stranger. <laughs> yeah, full, when full you're doors. a stranger. <laughs> when women alone. seem wicked. Yeah, no. <laughs> people are pretty out there, and uh, well, you know, it, it's it, scary sometimes. Uh, last night, um, uh, I'm sorry, Friday night. I was I was at Philip Medina's show at uh, at the Radisson, and uh, someone came up to me after the show and said, "Oh man, you were great." But I didn't perform. <laughs> ten minutes before the show started, Philip asked me to go up and tell everyone we're going to be starting in ten minutes. I went up on stage, thanked everybody for coming out, told them, said the show will be starting in about ten minutes. So you know, grab your seats, grab your drinks, and get ready to laugh. And I walked off stage. That was all I did. Uh-huh. But you know what? He, he remembered he loved the show and he saw me on stage. Yeah. So he he came up That's to me a and said thing. you were great. Yeah. Either that or he thought I did an excellent job job as the <laughs> Either way, one of those. You were fucking great, Joel. Right? <laughs> the way you Whatever. held that door open and well, then closed have, it again after you, I went have through. Have you heard of the was uh, incredible? Have you heard of that show, Brain Games? Uh, no, I haven't. Mm. Oh, I've heard of the show, but I have. It's not a trip, seen it. and they they had to do a couple of social experiments. One is these people go to like a hotel and they're booking a room, and the guy's talking to them, and he goes, "Oh, let me get this," and he goes down, and they literally have a different actor come up and finish talking to them, and the people can't tell the difference. Wow. Totally could be a blonde guy. The guy comes up, has dark hair because their mind comprehends that he went away and then he came back up in the same place. This must be the it's weird. The yeah. tricks that your mind plays on you because mm-hmm. it makes assumptions wow. before you have a chance to think about it. <laughs> and like uh, 19 out of 20 people are like, that's the same guy. They didn't react to it. They just finished right. the conversation with him. And they still gave him their credit card. Yeah. It was a trip. And then they oh, said then, they, then the first guy would come up and they get, oh, now I. Yeah, you were the hey, they put yeah. pieces together. Yeah. Wow. So, like you said, exactly. He saw you on stage. He had a great time after the show. Therefore, those two things together, you must have been hilarious. And oh, well. you know what? I was hilarious. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anyone could say the show would be starting in ten minutes fa- funnier than I. 
Really. No, I've seen you do it. It's it's <laughs> yeah, impressive. It's impressive. And it really does start in 10 minutes uh, when you say so. And that, that to yeah. me, is well, impressive. actually, it didn't start in 10 minutes. It started like 15 minutes later. See, that's that's one of Philip Medina's tricks is that whenever he has some sort of announcement that he knows isn't really going to be true, he'll send someone else up to go do it. That way, they're mad. At, everyone's mad at them and not him. <laughs> Smart. So one, one of one of those tricks that is a, as a producer, a, he, you can make he, a good living at that, Joel. <laughs> I mean, you could. You could put an ad up. You can be like, look, you want to tell somebody you, something? You want to tell you, some people some bullshit they'll be mad at? Have me do it instead. That's right. <laughs> they'll you, be mad you, at me. They call you the breakup guy. Exactly. Yeah, you you, you, want, call you, you don't want to date your girlfriend anymore? Call me and I'll break up with her for you. Isn't there a movie about that? <laughs> is there? There probably is. It sounds, like, sounds like the opposite if not, of Hitch. If not, we should write one. Actually. Yeah, instead of Hitch, it's called Ditch. 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 <laughs> ditch. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll, I'll help you ditch. Great. Now it's going to get ditch. stolen. And thanks, Hollywood. The sequel to, to Hitch is, is Ditch, and it's going to be starring Will Smith, too. <laughs> it'll be his, his twin brother. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to be Jaden Smith. Yeah, it'll be Jaden Smith. It'll be it's. Well, you know, I just I wanted to break away from my father's legacy and do something that's all my own. Ditch. <laughs> so I'm doing ditch. <laughs> so I'm having a sex change with Bruce Jenner, and we're calling it. Yeah. I, I don't understand why that was such a big deal. I, I did not watch the interview, but you know they were playing it up like, oh, he's got some big announcement. As like, you know, I remember hearing the rumors from Entertainment News somewhere about his sex change a year ago. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's like it's not like nobody knew, and they were making some big announcement. I gotta buy a TV. Yes, uh, what? You know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I had no idea. Yes. Well, you know, uh, here's the thing. Um, he he got the sex change so that he can uh, win a, a women's Olympic gold. Now. <laughs> no, he did not. He wants to be the first person in history to have both a men's and women's Olympic gold in the no. decathlon. But then Tanya Harding came out and smacked him in the face. Yeah, that's and, true. Uh, this is an apology cut, cut for 116. Or with the... Uh, <laughs> Cut him with the skates. Look, don't be making fun of Bruce Jenner. People forget he can probably still run. Yeah, he, I, I bet he, he could, could still kick my ass. ass. <laughs> I didn't realize how tall he was. Oh, yeah. Well, or you know, she could it, catch it, your ass. I the, don't know. The, the amazing thing about him as, as an athlete was that uh, I, I, I don't know exactly how the decathlon works, but I know that all the different events, you get a certain number of points for how you do on each one. And his point total, it, it, from what I understand, is not only the world record, but is like ten or fifteen percent higher than the next highest score that anyone's ever gotten. Oh wow! He was just like amazingly better at all of this stuff than than anyone else. It's like it, you know, it, there's a lot of people who um, they'll be a great at running a long distance run, and then a lot of other people who'll be great at the javelin or at the shot put. But no one is great at all of them, and he was the one guy who's ever been amazingly great at all of the things that are. What did he do for a javelin. living? Well, after. no, uh, there was a uh, box. Jim uh, Thorpe. Was uh, great at everything too. Oh yeah, I mean he was another decathlon champion, but uh, I but like professional I, baseball player and like football player and Olympian. Yeah, and then yeah. like they found out later that he also played basketball when he was in high school, and he was amazing at that too. Yeah. And it, 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 they, was was he the guy that they took away his gold medal because he got paid fifty bucks to play a baseball game once? Yeah, or something? that is that is Jim yeah. Thorpe. That's what, you know who else is good at everything? The Rock. Yeah, that's true. The Rock is good. At Not everything. many people know that he played football. Yeah, he was a wrestler. 
Who's a shitty actor? You gotta you gotta work hard at that. <laughs> yeah, you cannot. I'm a be fan. I like. I love bad the an actor by accident. <laughs> I don't think he's that bad. I don't no, know. I'm so easy to. I'm so easy though to accept. Well, you know, you know he's not going to do Shakespeare, but he's not that bad. Uh, well, you know who who I was really impressed with with uh, a movie that I saw. Amazing. Um, there, there was another wrestler I saw in a movie. Uh, John Cena. Uh, no, he was good. It, it he was, was good uh, in the shooter. He was good. Who, who was who was the wrestler that played a bad guy in the first um, uh, Expendables movie? Do you remember who that was? Yeah, he was uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, wasn't it? Uh, uh, yeah, Steve Austin. Yeah, but he never gets any I, roles. I, I've I seen saw, him in like two movies. I, I saw him in a low-budget movie. He was a guy who was like undercover in the Russian mob. He was a cop undercover in the Russian mob, and then he got uh, um, amnesia. And he was I I don't remember the name of that movie, but he was really good. Was it a WWE I, I, film? Because they have their they produce I, they have their I, own studio, make know. their own films, and they cast all their wrestlers as the leads. Yeah, and then Which in is the cool. movie uh, in the movie I think it was called Replicant. Uh, John Claude Van Damme. Uh, I, he he did he was really good in that. Interesting. Uh, you know, playing two different like, wildly different types of characters. Um, in in that in that movie as well, he was really Jean Claude. Jean Claude Van Damme. Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> That's good. That's nice. That's a good accent. I'm impressed. <laughs> so, I, uh, you guys, uh, um, well, Terry, let's go with you. Uh, where, um, how did you find uh, find this band, or how did they find you that year? Oh, right I now? just uh, uh, went on Craigslist. <laughs> Craigslist, and uh, I was I was looking at ads for women. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> to each their own. Yeah, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And they're and under uh, male escorts. It like was weird. For... Like, come and see our singer take his clothes off. No. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was on Craigslist posting my ad for male escorts. Yes, exactly. Uh, and uh, I just posted an ad for bass player, and uh, they responded, and oh, cool. Uh, they gave me a list of songs, and I learned them, and shut up, and. You know, I was the only one that knew the songs, so it was kind of weird. <laughs> so a whole bunch of people showed up for the audition, and you were the only one who actually did the homework? There uh, there were, like, I knew the songs better than the band when I showed up for my audition. <laughs> They're like, I'm not sure what chord that it's goes like, to. Right, we're going to play this, and, you, and you, okay, well, let's see if he can keep up. And, and you're, like, halfway through it, I was like, all right, look, if you guys want to pass this audition. <laughs> my, wait, I'm auditioning. Hold on. Like, that goes to a B chord. That's a B chord. I don't know what you're doing. That's a B chord. It's like, oh, no, okay. What version are you doing? Was, was, okay. You just played the Q chord. There's no Q chord. <laughs> and you somehow just played a Q chord. Okay. Yeah. He's in. Yeah, he's, he's in. Yeah, like, that guy knows what a chord is. So. He does? Well, That's really maybe weird. he can explain to us. Yeah, because he's a drummer. He's, he's right, though. Because, uh, we were talking earlier yeah. about the people. The laziness, or people, yeah. they told you to learn the song. The other guy didn't. We had, yeah. we brought a guy in for the first audition. He was we just had him play for us. You know, wow, he's amazing. Okay, these are um, our songs. You don't have to memorize these yet, but these are some covers. You can go home, look them up on YouTube, find tabs, whatever you need to do. Yeah, we'll be easy. back in a week. And he came back. We were all rehearsed, ready to go. And he's like, "I swear, I said, did you have the the song down?" He goes, "Nah, I didn't. I was going to, but then I was like, nah." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> run away. Fuck. Like, well, get yeah, this my, guy out of here. Uh, well, Super talented. He should have responded exactly. Technically talented. Uh-huh. Boy, just a 
shitty like well, no, you, banned, you should have responded to him exactly the way he said that to you because he, he'd be like look I was going to but nah and then you should have said well we were going to have you, you in the, the band, band but, but like nah, nah. <laughs> I might make that a stand up comedy bit <laughs> you, should, you know I what I, I, I can't imagine that there That's is funny. not a, a treasure trove of of material about the crazy musicians that you guys have met I mean, well, I'm I would, I've been wanting to get more into storytelling. You're comedy. probably talking about your own band. On <laughs> I've told Kevin Tinkin a few stories, and he's like, "Why don't you 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 need to say that on stage?" Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, it's kind of long winded," and he was like, "No, well, that's you, hilarious." You can find a way. to I want to get more into that and... style of comedy, though. Like yeah. the whole um, so many comedians that just have this storytelling. I think it'd be interesting. Bill who do you like comedy wise? Who who are your comedy? Um, well, first, I don't watch any um, stand-up comedy. You don't. Sam Kinison <laughs> and uh, Rodney Dangerfield. That is an awesome <laughs> tattoo, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and a very uh, young George Carlin right there. Those were the three guys and Richard Pryor. Richard well, see, here's so the thing. Are, so As Terry gets older... Ones. George Carlin will look older too. Some <laughs> <laughs> of those arm. kind of tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh, like, you know, I, I saw a woman who had a tattoo of a hot chick on her arm, and I remember thinking, "You're going to be really upset when that t- tattoo is better looking than you are." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's but, really true. <laughs> um, the men no. she's with are going to be looking at the tattoo. Yeah, you're in bed and you're like. Just roll, roll your arm over a little bit so I can see that better. Yeah, I'll just so grab like, the flap. And- <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, my my mom watched a lot of stand up comedy when I was growing up, and uh, she watched all the George Carlin HBO specials. And she would have parties at the house. She would invite her friends over. So when I was young, I thought, well, this must be really cool. This must be some big deal. And then I, I would see Carlin up there and he would be, I mean, I never understood what he was saying, but you know, he was doing, you know, all of his things. And, and, uh, my dad watched Johnny Carson all the time and I would watch him and I would laugh because everyone else was laughing. And, uh, but I never understood what was going on. And then, uh, one day, my mother bought, went to Sears. This is kind of funny. Uh, which doesn't sponsor the show, right? I can say Sears. No. Okay. So, yeah, you can say Sears. Uh, <laughs> bought a Richard Pryor Greatest Hits album and brought it home for me. And I was like 12. <laughs> and she gave it to me and she said, listen to this with headphones on so your dad doesn't hear it. Because <laughs> my dad was a, was a police officer. Mm-hmm. So, But that just means that mom got it. Right. So I thought, oh, well, this has got to be cool if dad's not supposed to hear it. This is, so I'm She's putting smart. It, yeah, so I'm putting it on going. This is too dirty for your father, so we think yeah. you're mature enough for yeah, it. So but I'm, that, like I said, that just means she got it. She understood what comedy was and oh, yeah. were jokes. And yeah, that. yeah. And it was a, he had a huge following. I mean, people yeah. that people that got it understood that he's pushing boundaries of oh, not yeah. like what socially he's pushing boundaries of what can be funny and what right. you're able to talk about. And before that, I listened to Bill Cosby just with no big deal because I didn't realize mm-hmm. he was roofing everybody. But yeah, the, yeah, me too. I was I was so upset about that. I, I still have why is there air on vinyl in my is, room, and I, I just can't bring myself and, to get rid of it. But I hate him now. Yeah, two hundred miles an hour is my favorite uh, Bill Cosby album. I've never heard someone do half an hour on one topic and it not get boring. Mm-hmm. And he talk all he does is talk about a car that he ordered from Mustang. 
that he got, and it was too fast for him, and he turned it back in. Now, it sounds like a boring, yeah. not, not how he did it. It was one of the funniest things I'd ever heard. No, I can't do comedy like that, because to me, I can't go. Well, you're not roofing enough girls, obviously. Well, I'm <laughs> lying yeah, to enough I people. I can't afford the roof lies. It's too expensive. I just, so. I can't, like we're talking about, too, to me, it undoes. It doesn't matter how talented you were perceived to have been. Like, Hitler's paintings were supposed to be amazing, and Charles Manson's music was supposed to be really good groundbreaking yeah. bob dylan-esque you know breakthrough shit and yeah. every all these people that all oh, they were very you know yeah it doesn't matter it's out the window yeah because exactly. well, your hero's dead now right it's not your hero anymore it's it's a, you, you can't look that up that to him you're not vulnerable to him. it was the it person was, you thought that that was never was that person in the first place right the first stand-up comedy i ever saw was uh, a, a tape of uh, bill cosby himself and mm. and that was Watching that, that, that was when I knew I wanted to do I have that one comedy. Too. This and is why it was so upsetting this, because yeah, of what know, it meant because, to everybody. Yeah, and, and this wasn't the Lance Armstrong kind that. of thing. This is way, way beyond yeah, that. That's right. He didn't lie. He did yeah. other things. Yeah. Well, he did lie. I was really upset. I was oh, very, very. And upset. I figured out why I didn't get laid. You see the little pictures of him. Those clothes. I mean, damn. Yeah. Even in 1974, Bill. He has a point. Bill, what, the, what in the hell are, what are you wearing? <laughs> you cannot Ooh. wear that hat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the hell? That is orange you're wearing. Orange. I mean, unless you're trying to get colorblind women, you are having. Well, he was dressing like a pimp. <laughs> and uh, it was going out a dark you know, way. A clown like pimp, <laughs> that clown pimp. He looked like a well, Joel. That could be your album, clown Joel pimp. Foreman, clown pimp. Yeah, clown there you go. I like it. Yeah, no, that's that's what everyone thinks when I walk up on stage. Clown pimp, pimp. clown pimp, clown pimp. really? <laughs> clown <laughs> pimp. That's right. Hey, whatever. I, I mean, you don't know they don't. You know, someone came, you do? Uh, someone came up to me before the show last night and said, "You know, I'm I'm sorry to say this uh, to you, but you you look like some kind of a serial killer to me." Just wait for my act. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Did you shoot him? No, no, I so didn't. You got what you need to do is go. Look, people. Everyone has that fucking opinion. Yeah, well, no, I, I I actually do What's look that? a lot like Mark David Chapman, the guy who shot John Lennon. I actually do. I have to see that picture again. Yeah, to really well, just Google, just Google Mark David Chapman and look on the images. I'm just but, saying. I yeah, I know it. your well, face. So if I looked at him later, I'd be like, that desert does not look like Joel. So yeah, that's yeah. easy. Well, you <laughs> know, just I, saying, I, I don't wear glasses now, and I've I've got a, a beard in the in the mustache. So you know, if I shave the beard and mustache, and, and that mustache and went, was horrible. I love you, but that mustache was horrible. The one in your ID on my driver's license. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so scary. You know, I... <laughs> you are not well, a no, scary person. I, I you know. do not look scary. In that picture, you look horrifying as all hell. And it's the mustache. But I, I, have, <laughs> I have absolutely no concept of how to make myself attractive. Your lady, your, like, your lady's you know, been helping you. Well, you know, it's like uh, clothes. I, yeah. I, someone, all someone, it's, it's like... Everything that I think is so complicated, I often find out how simple it really is. It's like, well, you know, I don't know how to dress. you got to dress better. I don't know how to dress. And then someone finally said, look, just make sure that your pants and your shirt are the same color. Different shades of the same color. If someone had just said that, I would have been okay. Or like if I'm wearing a, a, you know, a, a t-shirt and, and an overshirt over it, make sure those are the same color. Yeah. You know, because like, you know, like, like now I've got a purple 
T-shirt on and in the overshirt that I have over it. I walked by your overshirt. with purple and, and, and he gray. He did. When you went outside so, to get me that burger, I walked by your overshirt and I said, I'm proud of Joel. Just, I was there. I witnessed it. Shirts matching his overshirt. Yeah. I'm proud of Joel. Because yeah, like you know, six, you know, six months ago, it would have been this in red or something, in green. This, this, you know what? This you, purple overshirt and a green. You are t-shirt. right. I have seen you dress horribly, and I'm colorblind. Yeah, I know. Are you colorblind? Yes, I am. Yeah. I, I, That's pretty bad when a person who's colorblind says, "Man, you just don't know how to match, do you?" No, I've, <laughs> I've worn some pretty ugly shit, so I know. I, yeah, my fiance now, I. Two weeks ago, I was getting dressed, and we were going somewhere. And she looked at she said, and "She said that's that's what you're going to wear. They're all different shades of gray. What are you talking about?" She's like, <laughs> "That's that's what you're going to." And I'm like, well, "Just tell me yeah. what to wear. Don't, <laughs> you don't need. You don't need. Don't to, school me. Yeah, just tell me that that this doesn't look good. Enough of the passive aggressive nonsense. Just tell me what you want me to put on. Okay? See, I think it's because she's trying to not be mean, but it, she was trying. Often time, yeah. it's the meanest thing. Well, I do it. I know. She she is very very sweet, but she has a mean streak about her. But now she's blames her mean her mean streak on me." Well, says, I, I'm getting this from you. You know, like I don't know her that well, but I believe her. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's getting meaner by the minute. You see what I'm it's contagious. I'm going to scoot over chance. here. You walked in, and I thought that's a tough son of a bitch. It was the first gonna, thought I had. The guy's going to kill everyone. <laughs> he, well, even, he did. He did found Harley Davidson and invented tattoos. And invented and tattoos. tattoos. This is a staple of tough. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know what would be really uh, what I should do. I should change my whole act. Go up and do silly knock knock jokes, <laughs> dressed up like the biggest meanest ass biker, and and well, then you'd be Lonnie Pelly. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you think if he oh, didn't say true. a word, you'd think that he'd be a mean guy, but he's so sweet. He's so and he he gets gigs in church. And yeah, all he's, just, I lo- every time I run into him, I'm always pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I never know he's going to be. And somewhere. he works for the hardest rock station in yeah, town. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, when you're done setting up your death metal. <laughs> <laughs> promotion you think it. you'd come over here and talk to me about god for a second <laughs> oh yes <laughs> i like lonnie he, co- he comes into the restaurant uh I, I love the cat scan joke I, I love the cat scan joke yeah i would always it would never fail remember when yosemite falls had comedy yeah it would never fail. I would go there and be on the same show with Lonnie, and I would have to follow Lonnie, right? So Lonnie would go up, and he would do these silly, you know, stuff. Yeah. And then the, I think it, they did it on purpose. The technical words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Lonnie? The, the technical term for what his act is, is it is antics. Yeah. And, is that, it? that would be antics. Antics if, comedy? Because there's so many subdivisions of stand-up. Oh, no, yeah. actually, and I, well, I, I learned just, that. There's like prop, and then there's impressionist comedians. There's storytelling comedians. Shitty comedians. There's hack comedians. Yeah, there's a lot of... Serial killer comedians. Yeah, that's, that's my style. You're not, you're not hack. I'm the hack. The, the roofling uh, That's a serial killer. That sounds like a band. But there's, yeah, it was... There's subdivisions. There's also comedy theory. There's technicalities and technical breakdowns well, of everything. Here's analytics. Joel knows my theory on that. If Jerry Seinfeld says don't do it, you'll find me doing it all the time because mm-hmm. I don't feel that there's rules. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are, there are certain things you probably don't want to do, but I think I I see Jerry Seinfeld. You've seen the movie Comedian? 
yeah. the comedian. Okay. With Orny Adams. And yeah, yeah. Whom, I'm sorry. I need to see that. Uh, I don't like Ornery at all. He's, his, I don't like his personality. Yeah, he's his very comedy, His writing, I think, is, is, is funny. Not hilarious. I think it's funny. Yeah. But that movie made me not like him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that movie helped him much. I, I think that comedy does have rules, but the rules are different for each individual. Right. It, and, uh, it, and you have to audience. figure out what, the, what your rules are. Because the rules that Jerry Seinfeld has to follow are different than the ones that you have to follow right. or that I have to follow. Yeah. You know, and of course the most glaring example would be that none of, no one at this table could get away with doing Chris Rock's niggers and black people material. Word. You know, that's that's the most glaring one. But of course, I mean there's even simple uh, you brilliant know, too. You know, it's like uh Oh yeah, it's it's you you're know, right, it is. You brilliant. could not do Gabriel, you could not do my jokes about not being able to get laid. No one would buy it because you're gorgeous. It's wow, so I that's just went over true. This. I just went over this See? with a couple of friends. The people that think I'm gorgeous are men 30 plus. I think you found your niche. <laughs> <laughs> men, you gotta, Nicole, you got to get them into gay men porn. Men in their 30s and 40s just think that We're I'm going the to most deja vu. You are, a, you are the lead singer of, a, of your own rock band. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, a, uh, you're stop. fit. I'm getting, I'm you're young. Stop, I'm getting a hard on. Stop you, it. you got good hair. <laughs> You know, it's uh, you. You are everything that. Where was this opinion when I was in high school? Well, see, you're well, not in high school. Well, uh, uh, well you know, it's. Uh, I remember I lucked watching, out. Um, this is a miracle. Carol, I think it was Caroline Ray, uh, one of her comedy specials. I used to think Caroline and, Ray was hot as hell. Oh, I well, got to say that right Ray. now. Yeah. Oh, she is. And in, in the in the her one that I saw me. her, and she was she was very pretty, and she was still on te- Sabrina the Teenage Witch at the time when it was oh, filmed. Oh, I wish she would have. She and, cast a spell on me. I'll and, tell you right and she. Uh, <laughs> But she, she did. A I'll bit make her cat talk. <laughs> I am rubbing off on this. He was so quiet when we came in. Cat talks. Sudden, I will make that. Now all of a sudden scream. it's true. <laughs> now all of a sudden it's gay porn and Jurassic Park, and I'm going to make your tech cat talk, bitch, and all sorts of stuff. I did not say bitch. Oh, okay, I added that in. Dude. <laughs> right. He'll say bitch by the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, I'll just wait for it. <laughs> Well, now I feel more comfortable. We're having fun. We're laughing. That's well, you know, hilarious. But uh, Caroline, I had to read. I had to read you. Let let you play out to see what I could. I'll make your cat talk. <laughs> yeah. You know, somehow oh it is funnier. Of the teenage witch. That's <laughs> so hilarious. You know, somehow it is fun. It is actually funnier that you said cat instead of pussy. Cat. Yeah, I think it is. Think That's so. why it's it was funnier. funnier. Yeah. It's, it's, but, it's but, you implied. Know, it, watching her on that comedy special, and she's complaining that she can't get laid. And I just remember you, thinking, you've talked about you're this a blonde, and... big tittied millionaire. Wow, not titted, tittied, <laughs> tittied. You're, you're a blonde, big tittied millionaire, and you're saying you can't get laid? Bullshit! I, I don't believe you for a second. And that 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 the the lack of. Uh, she wasn't hanging out of my like, house. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. Uh, <laughs> it it kind of brought me out of out of the the, you know, because there's some there's some degree of, of suspension of belief uh, with any kind of entertainment that you're oh, that you're watching, and it kind of brought me out of out of that for 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 a couple minutes of the show when I was watching it when when she did that joke because it just doesn't fit, you know. I used to do jokes about getting beat up and nobody laughed at it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're a big and intimidating <laughs> I mean, looking It's guy. true. And finally, somebody I would have laughed at it for that reason. <laughs> and finally, this comic came up to me uh, in Houston, Texas, 
when yeah. I was playing at a club called Spellbinders. He came up to me and he, he said, uh, you're really funny. I said, hey, thanks. He goes, I took some notes, which always, I'm like, this is going to be bad. I appreciate <laughs> it. I really love when people well, yeah, I, so it, It's nice, but usually I, to me, when they say, I took some notes on your act. That's like when you're at work. Uh, yeah. I wrote some stuff about down about <laughs> yeah. your performance today. And, you know, Thank you, total stranger. <laughs> I know exactly. Joe said it for me two or three times, and I always go like, "Oh wow!" Like yeah. and to me, it's like it's a yeah. favor. I would have to ask him, "Hey, I'm yeah. going to go up. Would you mind writing some?" Oh, right. I did it for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was oh, a little yeah, scary. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "Look, the the two jokes that you do about getting beat up, they never get laughs, and it's because nobody thinks anybody's beating you up." And I never thought of that. So when you write yeah. a joke, it's got to be, yeah. if yeah. it's going to be about you, it's got to match who you are. He said, look at the jokes you do about yourself that fit and the attitude that fits and the right, and then look in the mirror and figure out if that's the, pro- if, if what you're projecting is what you're saying, because if it's not, they don't believe you. If yeah. you don't believe you, they don't believe you. And, the, you know, the jokes like getting beat up, you might just need to rewrite the joke so you're talking about someone else getting beat up. Or, By or, you. Or you might. <laughs> yeah. I'll kick somebody's ass. And like, yeah, he's a genius. See, I'm, glad, I'm glad I gave you a mic. That was, that was really good. I was nervous, but this is fun. <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was strange. But, yeah, he came up to me and was like, oh, I took some notes on your act. I'm like, oh, shit. All right, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I, I actually I have at open mics in town. I have done that a number of times where I'm watching someone's act and I think, oh, you know, this might be a good punchline. Do you ever give tags? Or... Yeah, yeah. I had a. Do you know Keith Carey? Um, I've heard the name, but he was I can't picture Danny's him offhand. Room, right? Yeah, he did one there. Okay. Yeah. Like last night. Oh shit! Was he? I, it might have been. I'd have, I've heard the name. I've heavy, I heavy set. No, I've never. I've never. I don't know what he looks like. Oh, uh, hilarious! A hilarious mm-hmm. comedian um, from LA. Comedian who comes up. He does Danny's room sometimes. Uh, okay. He did Hilarious a couple Tal- like last that's year. An, that's an awesome name, Hilarious. I love. I love it. Yeah, yeah. At um, Halfies. Yeah, yeah at Halfies until yeah. And uh, he wow. gave me a tag for the the Back to the Future joke, and uh, I think I think Keith is hilarious. And so he's like, "Hey, I was watching your set, and I have a tag for you." And I was like, "Oh, that's awesome! What is it?" Yeah. The tag he goes, "You don't have to use it." And I told him, "Oh, I'm going to use it. If anything, it's going to be great. Even the if tag, it sucks, I'm using the it." The tag Look. he gave me was so fucking dark that I was like, "I can't use that. It's so not me." But mm-hmm. I want to incorporate it the next time I tell that joke and say a comedian, you know, tell that story that he gave me this tag. Right. But the thing is, uh. It's just talking about how how Morning McFly is really an idiot. It's just a, a, a different viewpoint, you know, joke structure and stuff, whatever. But uh, he goes, after that part, you should have Doc tell Marty, I'm glad you get sick later. Wow. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that, ah. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah, that's what well, I said. <laughs> Well, you could use no, it. You and have then to I, use that. You yeah. have to. You're I want not, to tell no. it in that story form, though, where it's like, because that makes it genuine. Yeah. It might I, just say, be I wow. can't say that. Like, like, wow. It might just be a cold. You, know, you don't know. <laughs> you know it's, it's, well, it's not like he said, Doc told him, I'm glad you get cancer. You know, it's not that. Wow. Well, well, now we know. Some, someone Thanks, you, someone you, else told me it. to say that. Marty, your theories are a little shaky or something like that. And I was like, I can't say that either. I just I don't have that in me. <laughs> I, uh, I had fear of doing a joke that I wrote that I found very funny. And I stuck to it, and I'm really glad I stuck to it. It's a joke I do about how much I hate baseball. Because I don't like baseball. Uh-huh. And I thought, I want to express how much I dislike it. Mm-hmm. So I say... 
I hate baseball so much, I would rather watch blind kids play jacks in the dark. <laughs> now, that's a horrible people. Have, and there were sometimes I've said it where people are like, that is the meanest thing I've ever heard. So I added a visual of them trying to grab the ball. Yeah, it's called the act out. That's, that's yeah. comedy theory and, structure. Uh, that joke started. It got. Yeah. It started getting applause breaks, and I'm like, then I would turn it. I would turn it on them. I would say, uh huh. You guys are sick. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing at blind kids playing jacks in the dark. You. One thing disgust I, I, me. I find a lot when if I do a joke where the audience feels I have gone too far and they owe me. Oh, I I take it a step further, and all of a sudden they like it again. That that <laughs> with, almost without exception that that happened. Wow, but, uh, the joke where I talk about uh, um, uh, uh, you know the rednecks in trailer parks uh, get a girl pregnant and then she'll stick they'll stick around probably uh, be screwing the girl next door too and just wait till his daughters get old enough and the audience uh. is always like oh and I'll be and then I, first thing I'll say is don't you owe me? There's a lot of sixteen year old white girls in trailer parks who'd be thrilled with an absentee father <laughs> and. <laughs> And then that always gets a big laugh. Well, I was talking. You, with... you go too far. <laughs> wow. I hate it. If you take it even further, then then they like it. Again, I was talking with a, a friend last night. We were saying sometimes the initial joke will fail, but a callback to the failed joke will suddenly be funny. Well, you yeah. have to acknowledge the elephant in the room. Well, yeah. no, no. If you like, uh, Derek J- Derek Hayden had a joke about Kirby vacuums that he said rarely got a laugh, but his closer tied into the joke from the beginning. Where he was like, "I sell Kirby vacuums," and it would get a big applause, which wow. was a, a tie back or um, a callback. Call yeah, yeah. yeah callback, a, a tie to the yeah the previous joke. And uh, I've I've had stuff too that hasn't played too well. But then if I if I mention it again. Or it's like uh, yeah. was the, what I brought the example last night was the wild and crazy guy sketch on SNL. Oh, those Steve Martin's guys. Steve Martin and Dan Aykroyd. The first time they did that, it was total bomb. No one laughed. They didn't do well. And they brought it back. And when they brought it back, the second those characters walked in, everybody started applauding and it just killed the whole time. It's like, why does why why now? Yeah. yeah. How come that it's works almost like there? It, they weren't ready for the concept. And that's kind of what it is with those kind of jokes. They weren't ready yeah. for the concept, and then once they're warmed up to it, you can play in that. that yeah, you, you, know, you probably wouldn't want to open up with that joke, Joel. Yeah. I well, to... I, 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 I think I learned was how to structure your set. <laughs> yeah. You absolutely. win them over before you do the stuff like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. you And you try and you... Well, the the, yeah. the bit that I do about... Uh, um, I, I read that women make, on average, 77% of what a man makes mm-hmm. for doing the exact same job. And what that tells me is to only hire women. It always gets a little bit of a laugh, but not a big one. But I have about half a dozen callbacks to it, that yeah. depending on how and long each my callback set is. is funnier. And each one gets a bigger laugh each time. And, you know, that, that first joke, it, it, it gets a good reaction, but not great. But then I always get a great reaction from the callbacks and that's, to it. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. I have to get going, actually. Okay. Well, it, we, actually, we're over an hour anyway. So uh, thanks a lot, guys, for, uh, <laughs> for, uh, for coming to do the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, do you uh, do either of you have any uh, any shows coming up you want to plug either for your comedy or for your band? Yeah, uh, May first. This made me laugh too. Uh, they Chris Cruz said, "Hey, you want to do a show May first at Club One?" I said, "Yeah." Let me see the the flyer. A couple weeks later, I look at the flyer. Just that's all he said. He wants to do a show. The flyer has a sombrero and like maracas and confetti and a donkey and I was all Latin comedy. I I don't mind, but I would have liked to have known what I said yes to. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I'm doing that May first. You, um, you don't you don't exactly pull the maracas out on the on the stage when you. Do I'm not. I, to me, it shouldn't matter. Well, if you if you have if you have comedy that's like a George Lopez style that specifically you have to have a certain cultural background to find the humor in yeah. then maybe otherwise i don't think ethnicity has anything to do with your especially well, if it doesn't have anything to you do with personally your i've never seen you do a joke that i thought was specific to any particular ethnicity it's just kind of more generic and that's um, why you're not on the latin kings of comedy yeah that's right the latin princes it would be now <laughs> uh, I, think so. I have some stuff but it's not about like what it's like it's a it's about racism is the the only things i've gotten into that you know i i'm tired of being held down by the man i know myself. i agree that's, uh, that's I, I take that take on it. These uh, fucking white people. I'm telling you right now. White people are horrible. <laughs> uh, do you have, does your band have any uh, shows coming up? We're playing with Everclear in August. I think it's August 15th. That'll oh, be cool. on our... So please like <gasps> The Red Coats on Facebook, and we'll have our updates there. Uh, it has oh, nothing to do with one. the British soldiers who nothing, fought no, in There's the no political War. regime to it. We just like the way it sounds. This uh, guy's got like a real band. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why, why you bring me in with a guy that's got a real band? I'm trying to make you feel bad about yourself. That's like having him on Latin night. What's what's <laughs> going on? <laughs> and his name is Gabriel Francisco, so he actually is Hispanic. And that is really weird. They'll think you're Hispanic, and then you come up, they're like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> Gabriel, money really? back. <laughs> yeah. Where were we're, the mariachis? <laughs> yeah, we're leaving. I, know. I paid a lot of pesos to be here. <laughs> Fifty million pesos or two dollars <laughs> to be in here, uh, and uh, <laughs> I can't get my seven coronas that I just drank, so I could heckle you in a different language. I but didn't look. Yeah. I didn't mind. I just thought it was kind of a funny situation that I wasn't yeah. told. That is yeah. funny. It made me yeah. laugh. I, I was had, like, "What are all these fucking maracas?" And yeah. Yeah. all Latin comedy. <laughs> oh, hey, I want you to do my show on May eighth. Okay, great. I'd love to. Oh, by the way, it's all Spanish language. Bye. Yeah. Like, what? It's all Spanish. <laughs> what? And don't you assume that it might have a lot of Spanish speaking? Yeah, I, I don't have any Spanish in my. Oh, you are fully so English. Shrewd. Oh. Oh, no, you can just go up there and do. Ten I'm minutes sorry. Now you're not a Spanish. Two S L Scrudo. Donde I'm gonna do. I'll do my racist my, my racism material, not my racist material. That sounds bad. Donde estas <laughs> white people? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, Terry, uh, either your band or you uh, stand up. Do you have any? Uh, my out? band might have band practice this <laughs> week. Uh, yeah, so if the drummer uh, decides to show up, <laughs> some, yeah, or if I decide to show up, at that just point. make sure you're all clothed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, I. Well, will. you know, you said you were looking for a guitar player. <laughs> you might be looking for a band person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that'd be uh, great. Three guys in their early twenties and one dude who's uh, about as old as them combined. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. So no, he's not that old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> That hurt, Joel. If I had feelings, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember one time I was introducing Terry at a show, and I described him as he's like the grizzled veteran that you meet at the beginning of your career who teaches, he takes you under his wing and teaches you. But the problem is, I didn't meet him till I'd been doing comedy ten years already, so it just didn't do me. So I just all. sat there and told him what he was doing wrong. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> ah, what the what what? I had to introduce Javelin McFletcher one time, and I hate hosting, and I hate doing introductions, and I got it was, it was just my first introduction, and I didn't know what to say, and I got nervous, and I said, "This next comedian's like your your cool goofy uncle. Please, <laughs> please welcome Javelin McFletcher." And the, all the girls in the audience went, "Ooh." <laughs> I don't, think I don't have a goofy uncle. I got a creepy one. This guy is uh, Joel Foreman. Oh, you know? yeah, I, don't, I don't think Javelin really, uh, really appreciate appreciated that? it. It's weird how comics are like, are like that. I've had. He didn't. This. I hold on. Sorry. After he's like, ah, I don't. I don't care. 
I was like, okay. I I, I yelled at, uh, I'm not going to say his name, but it's a yeah, you don't have local to. guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, they'll go up on stage and r- ridicule you mercilessly for 10 minutes and then come, come off the stage and say, no, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. What did, how did 10 they, minutes of material. How did he introduce <laughs> you, though? Uh, it took him, first of all, uh, uh, it took him 10 minutes to introduce me. It was at Fulton 55. The place is packed out. The comic before me did pretty well, set the crowd up. After the first three comics ate it, so the crowd was ready to go, and I was headlining. And I and right as he goes on stage, Did I he said to him, "Break that momentum." Oh, you you could say that. Yeah, I went up to him and I said, uh, "Don't don't do any material. Just bring me up. Just say that's thank pretty you to straightforward. Last guy. Yeah, just bring me up. Just please." And that's kind of how I am anyway. Just I don't yeah. need the fan. Just bring me up. Yeah. So 15 minutes later, I'm still not on stage, oh and I'm gosh. mad as hell. Because the crowd was ready. Yeah, and yeah. he killed the momentum, killed the crowd. So I go up there, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm pissed, so it's going to be the elephant in the room. And I roasted him for 10 minutes on stage. Bravo. And they knew that this what he had done, and they went with me, and they gave me an applause. Break Kevin Kevin Tinkin taught me that too. It's something was like if you're if something if is you're very hosting, apparent, yeah. Oh, if you don't address, address it, it, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he yeah. said always address it. I've yeah. learned a lot of great lessons from from Kevin and, and from even Blake Hayden from all the other the local. Blake's comedians. a smart kid. Yeah, yeah. It's a kid. Well, he's a kid. He's 30, 40, twenty-one I'm in a couple forty-six of weeks. years old, and I'm almost seventy-year-old kids. Yeah. Uh, do you have any? Uh, I'm any, sorry. Yes. I do. I am going to be recording my uh, comedy album June 4th at cool. uh, Cuvée. Oh, cool. Oh, and that's awesome. uh, I will be uh, in Modesto with Danny Minch uh, May 23rd, I believe. And then I'll be in Chowchilla on the 22nd at his gig there. Oh, I do have one to. And uh, that's okay. it so far. Um, I'm doing a, a comedy show at Strummers on May 13th. Where's Strummers? Strummers is in the Tower District in Fresno, California. It's the old... Okay. It's the old uh, used to oh, be yeah, called... used to be Starline. Starline, right. yeah. Okay. That is okay, a, cool. a cool venue. Uh, uh, I'll, uh, I'll make sure I uh, write that down and put them all in the show notes. And I'll put Great. a link uh, to Gabriel to your Facebook page. Please, thank you. Facebook page. And Terry, I'll, uh, I will have a new website up in about two weeks. Uh, Terry'sVoice.net. Oh, you're going to start doing some voiceover I'll work. I'll be doing voiceover work. So those of you that do have podcasts, including you, Joel, if you yeah. would like a specialty intro done, uh, oh, cool. I'm your man. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, thanks again, uh, guys and gal, for uh, doing the podcast. Woo! Nicole, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Brick Madness. Uh, do you have any performances you're doing? Uh, where do you work? Nah. No? I'm he, good. Yeah, she's not going to tell us where she works. He doesn't want a bunch of weird people showing up saying, hey, that was, that was really funny what you said about Terry. <laughs> that was messed up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, guys, uh, thanks. And Gal, thanks again for doing the podcast. Uh, I'm JT Foreman here with uh, um, my good friends, uh, Terry the Beast, Michael. I'll make your cat talk. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriel the Cat Whisperer, Francisco. <laughs> the cat. Uh, the, uh, awesome. Nicole the Cat Whispered to <laughs> Osborne. <laughs> wow. My victory, she didn't deny it. So <laughs> I am uh, I am JT Foreman. We are the Bitter Comics, and I will talk to you again next week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>